<laughs> Welcome to the show. You're listening to the Hope Radio Podcast. Stories, profiles, and interviews of courage, triumph, and perseverance. My name, my name is Sean Davis, and my wife's got me laughing. She's got me smiling. She's making funny faces at me. Her name is... Just Jen. And you're along with us on the Hope train rolling down the tracks inspiring hawkers of hope originators of optimism purveyors of positivity engineers of encouragement that is what we are jennifer yes hope hope in its acronym form Mm -hmm. that's pretty good huh yeah it's awesome i must have energy today you do have energy i need some of your energy i'm a little elevated yeah i'm a a little you know like Yeah. Get, let's get some hope going. <laughs> I had leg day, so I'm kind of tired. You are tired. My legs aren't moving like they used to. Well, we also had a, you know, like a like a no joke hike yesterday. We yeah. like hiked two miles down into the river, almost straight down it felt like, and then yeah. two miles back out. It's like 2,300 feet. feet. In like a mile and a yeah, half. Yeah, so it's like straight down, straight up. Yeah. It's no joke. Our little Madden didn't like it. No. I thought we might have broke him. But, you know, <laughs> he, he's he got that spirit. He's got that Davis spirit. He's yes. like, no. I mean, he might have. there might have been a tear or two. But that kid, he made it out. He represented. He yes. showed up. He got out of that canyon. There were tears. Definitely tears. <laughs> he didn't know what he's getting into. Yeah. I had, ba- I had to motivate him like Are, for a long time. We just talked about food. We talked about glizzies. Do you know what a glizzy is? Uh, unfortunately, yes. But I don't know why they just can't call it a hot dog. Yeah. So he was just talking about how he wanted to, as soon as he got home, have glizzies on the Traeger. So it took a, a page right out of your rule book. You thought, okay, if I'm going to be distracted, the best way to distract me is to talk about food. Yep. And next thing you know, you know you're like a quarter of a mile further up the hill. Yeah, he was, he was up the hill before he knew it. Wow. You know, like there was a moment there where I was wondering, like, is is he, am I going to have to carry this kid out? <laughs> I thought no. Braden and I were like, oh. He was fine. Like, honestly, he's strong. He's just yeah. mentally, like, he didn't know what he signed up for. So when we said, hey, we're going to hike to the river, you know, that sounds fun. We must be horrible parents. <laughs> we just surprised it on him. No, we just. We said, hey, river, water. He's like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. Not realizing that he was going to have to climb, you know, a mini version of Everest to get in and out. He did great. I asked him today if how he was feeling. He said his his butt hurts, and um, I said, "Do you want to do it again?" And he said, "Yeah." <laughs> so hey, hey, that's that's the antidote to um, feeling down. Mm-hmm. Getting outside, getting in the fresh air, doing a hike. We found a river. We splashed. We prayed. We got wet. We played around. We took right. pictures. We swam. Mm-hmm. We fell. Yeah. Saw a helicopter swoop in. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that was awesome. So it was a good day. So I would highly recommend, if you're feeling a little uh, melancholic. (laughs) Melancholic. You like how I use that? Yeah. Melancholic. Yeah. Feeling a little melancholy, then uh, get outside. (laughs) Get out in the air. Why are you laughing at me, woman? Just some of the words that come out of your mouth. You like them? Yeah. I mean, they make my head hurt, but yeah. (laughs) It sounded like a nice word. It did. It sounded like food. That's why you liked it. Yeah, like. Melon. <laughs> Watermelon. If it connects with food. Hey, it's did you up. know we uh have the same outfit on today? Uh I here's what I know. Kind okay. of the same outfit. So black pants and like lavender or purple shirt. We both are wearing that. But I got dressed first. 
So you, you can't you can't claim that you like I copied you. I'm not you. saying that you copied me. I'm just saying that we're just always on the same page. It's just really crazy. Well, that's why we're called Shen. That is true. Sean plus Jen equals Shen equal us on the same page. Yeah. We hang so, out all the, all the time. Yeah. Except when we're not on the same page. <laughs> that does happen. Rarely. Yeah, very, very rarely. But watch out. Watch out when it does. Yeah, because I turned into feisty spice. Whoa. <laughs> kind of scaring me right now. <laughs> All right, Jennifer, you ready for joke time? Joke time. You hear that? I just called you Jennifer. I, I, you call me Jennifer so much now, I just don't even realize it. <laughs> I don't either. Jennifer is usually when you're in trouble. I know. Apparently, I'm a, in a lot of trouble during quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm annoying. Uh, no, you're not. You are fun. I annoy myself, so, yeah. Well, all right, sometimes. <laughs> all right, so uh, you ready for the joke? Are, are you going to go first or you want me to go first? I, I'm joke ready. Time. I'm ready. You ready? Yeah. All right, roll it out. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, what is the best food to eat before you work out? Um, Spaghetti. <gasps> Muscles. <laughs> I actually didn't even get it. That was good. That wasn't. That didn't even pop into my head. But I, I love know. that. That's great. Have you ever had muscles? Uh, probably. I think they're in that like because I'm I'm what you is know. it like chiopino soup or something? <laughs> Apparently, be, I have not. I bet we have. I have not. I bet you have. I will not. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty adventurous when it comes to trying new things. So I think I probably have. You, I've had that chiapina soup, I think. Yeah, you have. I will not eat things that come in shells. Yeah. That's nasty. <laughs> like escargot is in a shell. I love escargot. Not awesome. doing that. It's a little chewy, but I love it. So I guess I don't love all food. <laughs> no, you don't. No. All right, you ready for my joke? I am so ready. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Why is England the wettest country? Because it's surrounded by the ocean? No. Why? Nice try, though. Yeah. Because the queen has reigned there for years. <laughs> Seriously, right? She was fighting Hitler. I know. That's she's, so she's, crazy to me. She's awesome. She's awesome sauce. Yeah. She's spunky for, what is she, 94? Yeah, we should interview her. Can you imagine yeah. her life? might yeah. be difficult to get her on the air, but like, can you imagine? Yeah, I totally can. Tell us about uh, you going after Hitler, you know, in World War II. Ooh, yeah. Crazy. I know. Crazy times. All right, so uh, moving on. We've got a guest. Okay. I'm excited. I'm glad we have a guest. You know what his, you know what his thing is? What's his thing? His thing is all about gratitude. His name is Chris Palmore. Uh-huh. And he owns a website called gratitudespace.com. You got to check it out. Oh, All okay. about gratitude. He's okay. got a great story about gratitude. But in addition, he sends out something that we call a gratagram. He, he calls it. Yeah, he sent us one. He sent us a gratagram. Okay, I know who we're talking to now. I think that's the most awesome thing in the world. I got a gratitude gram. Yes. Otherwise known as a gratagram. And yes. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. So I've, I can't I can't wait to talk to him. I think he's I think his message on gratitude is on point and I can't wait for him to share it. We need more information on how to send out gratigrams. Well, should I get him on the line then? Let's call him. Should I call him up? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. 
All right, I got Chris Palmore on the line. Chris, welcome to the show. Happy to be here, man. Happy to be on Hope Radio. Thank you, uh, Sean, Jen. I'm I'm just excited to be here. Thank you, uh, thank you for inviting me into your space. Uh, hey, sincerely. Hey, we're we're so happy. We're pleased to have you here, and we're excited to talk with you. And I just want to dig into this whole subject of gratitude. Like I, I know you're a big advocate for gratitude. I know it's part of your everyday life. I know you've started a podcast on the subject. I know you got websites. And so, you know, I just want to kind of jump in. How did, how did this mission of gratitude begin for you? Where did this all stem from? Well, um, thanks for asking. I, uh, I, I want to, you know, recently I've been reading a lot of, uh, I've been digging into more quotes about gratitude and I thought it'd be really nice to uh, test something out with you guys. So to, to start my story off, I was wanting to uh, basically uh, give you these three quotes on gratitude, if you don't mind. So Love it. it's uh, the first, the first one, and these are just ones that I've uh, saved from Instagram in the last week. They're literally sitting in a row <laughs> on my, you know, so it's not like there's an, I'm not picking and choosing here, but there they are sitting. So the first one is, um, Happiness doesn't depend on any external conditions. It is governed by our mental attitude. That's Dale Carnegie. And then the next one is uh, Jack Canfield, the other, another New York Times bestseller. His quote is, I am grateful for every difficult time that I've endured. And then the last one is another author named Neil Straw. Uh, and he stated this recently. said, in, in an interview the other day, I was asked my definition of success. The answer was going to bed at night, healthy, happy, and safe. Most people in the world probably don't have these three basic needs met. Be grateful if you do. The rest is a bonus. Mm. Love that. Love that. Love that. That's good stuff. That's good stuff to chew on for a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. Well, you know, I, uh, I, I like I like that last one so much because I feel like it leads into my story really well, which was, you know, back in the fall of 2013, um, I was definitely living in, uh, in the life of the rest is a bonus and not knowing it. Mm. <laughs> so, um, you know, and I feel like uh, obviously that's something I, you know, that's something that people can look back on and think about things that's come and gone and we'll move forward with my story. I feel like I'm getting a little ahead of there, but, um, I, it was the fall of 2013 and my birthday was coming up and I, uh, this is, this is, you know, this is six years ago. Um, and I was just to start listening to podcasts. So I was listening to the Adam Carolla podcast. Um, I'm still a huge fan of the Adam Carolla podcast. Um, and he, he was talking about birthdays and my birthday was coming up. So he was talking about how he never really celebrated his birthday. Um, and that he felt that it was kind of like appreciation trophy and his suggestion was in this, this rant was, you know, if you're going to make something on your birthday, it should be, uh, you know, it should be celebrating like something, uh, something, an achievement, make it like an achievement day. Or um, as I took it, you know, like you have it be about somebody else. So you take this general idea of, you know, the birthday and then you, you kind of flip it on your head. So my, my thought process going in was, you know, I wanted to do something different for my birthday and I didn't know what I was going to do, but because I'd heard this and my birthday was coming up, I, um, I put in this thought into motion. So what I decided to do was I decided to, uh, write my mom a, uh, it was basically a gratitude love letter. And, um, I was going to, I was going to sit it on Facebook so she could find it on my birthday. So the, so you don't mind, I haven't actually read this in a while. I actually, I've never read this full thing on a podcast, so it's not very long, but I just want to read you uh, the letter that I wrote my mom uh, 
was like probably 5 a.m. December 30th of 2013. And, uh, you know, I placed it on our Facebook page for her to find it. So love it. We'd love to, it we'd love to is, hear it. Is it going to make us cry? It'd probably make Jen cry because, you know, she's a mom of four boys. So <laughs> she's probably going to immediately go to imagining whichever one, you, you know, seems yeah. most appropriate to have written this. Okay. I'll hold back my tears. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's titled, uh, when was the last time you gave your mom a present on your birthday? I turned 35 today, and this question has been floating around in my head the last few days. I'm all for celebrating with others, don't get me wrong, but could there be a better way to celebrate my birthday? If I'm being totally honest with you, I didn't really do anything on December 30th, uh, 35 years ago. I truly have no memory of it. Now, if you ask my mom, I'm sure she could tell you and convey a strong emotion with the events leading up to including my birth. Is this day mine really to celebrate? Is living out another 365 days worth celebrating? I'm not suggesting not celebrating the day of your birth. I'm suggesting that you celebrate your mom on your birthday. And there are many reasons for this train of thought, but here are two. The forewritten lack of memory or any true action on the part of the event. Another truly great reason to do this is that as much as we enjoy receiving gratitude, Giving true gratitude is a much more healthy and fulfilling action. As a human, I have no problem admitting that I'm selfish. I believe that there are selfish acts that a person can perform that are truly wonderful. When you truly thank someone, you, the giver, are the one that benefits. I'd like to repeat that. When you are, the con- when you are kind to another, you, the giver, are the one that truly benefits. You can't feel what the other person is feeling what you feel is the reaction you get from how you are making them feel. Now, I know that I'm not the first person to think of this. I just wanted on my birthday to tell my mom that I love her, that I appreciate the pain, suffering, and self-sacrifice that she has endured on my behalf, not only on the day of my birth, but also for the years that followed. I am fully aware that I wasn't always the easiest person to love, but you always made me feel loved. Mom, I pledge this coming year to tell you that I love you more often, also that I will find more ways to let you know how special you are to me, and lastly, to make you prouder. Love always, Chris. Aww. What do you think of that? That is so special. I love that. Like You are welled up right now. I, you got some tears in I your know. eyes. I I have four boys, so I'm I want four letters every single year. <laughs> <laughs> and one of our one of our sons edits the show, so hint hint. Gavin. <laughs> I am requesting a gratitude love letter from you on your birthday. Yes, exactly. September twentieth, <laughs> so it's a, coming. Yeah, it's coming up. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Oh, that's, I think yeah. I think number one, just to reframe that and to acknowledge it, to think about your day because see, this is what's awesome. Mm-hmm. Normally, a birthday is a selfish day. Oh yeah, right. Oh, like yeah. you just it's what you want exactly. Well, if you're Jen, it's like her month, and then it's her. Well, yeah. it's her week, and then it turns into <laughs> her month, and then it's her <laughs> yeah. day. You know, so like. But I, truth be told, when it's one of my children's birthdays. It's also my birthday. Like I'm. Yes, like, we say that. Yeah, I say it's your birth. Yeah, day, like it's right? a day of celebration for me as well. Like, yeah, this is a special day for me. I love me. that. But, so but I've how always awesome. love that. Yeah, yeah. I've always tried to celebrate like the kids' birthdays as their birthday and my birthday. We share a birthday. But what I love about what he did is he mm-hmm. he turned it he turned it completely 
opposite. Absolutely. It's not about what I want. He wanted to lift up his mom. I he know. wanted to to elevate her. It was all about her. Recognize her. And that's yeah. really unusual for a birthday. I and know. I think that that's, a, that's an awesome thing to do. Yeah, because you're like giving up your birthday for your mom. Yeah. It's so sweet. Now, how did, I know I read how she received it, but why don't you tell us, how did, how did that go over when you sent that to her? Well, yeah, um, you know, uh, I, 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 I put that on Facebook and, uh, and the main reason was that, you know, there's two reasons. One, I, I wanted to surprise her. That was, that was, that was very key to me. I wanted her to find it. Mm-hmm. And two, I wanted, uh, I wanted people to read it. And there's, you know, the reason I wanted people to read it was one, uh, it was my heart to my mother. And two is, uh, you know, my mom is a very loved person. So I knew that it's going to resonate with a lot of people. Whoever read it that knew my mom, it was going to resonate with. And, um, it's almost like gratitude stacking. I don't know how you want to say it. Yeah. If you Love read, it. like, for example, Jen, if you're, if one of your sons writes a letter to you on your birthday, if one of them does it, let's just say one does, right? Because the other three didn't know it was going to happen. Which, uh-huh. Whatever son does that, obviously they're the best. But um, <laughs> <laughs> what's going to happen is they're going to read that. They're going to read that and they're going to, they're going to feel it yes. because they love you. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's so cool that, um, that, that, that can happen. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he can have these words. For example, if you're a mother, I just read that story and you're feeling it because you're a mother that has right. kids. You know right. what I mean? Like, and you don't even know my mom. You don't right. know me. Yeah. Um, but, but it does it. Um, when somebody does that, it's a, so anyways, that's the whole cool thing about being, uh, putting things in a, in a public space. Um, so I, you know, I went about my morning, doing my morning routine and, uh, you know, the normal thing for my parents are they would call me and they would sing me happy birthday. And, you know, the, the morning moves on, you know, I feel like it was probably past nine or 10 a.m. And, you know, they knew I'd been getting up really early. So I'm sitting here, you know, I, I start thinking, what's going on? You know, it's like, it's almost like I had this pre-date set and nobody showed up. And, um, you know, uh, it's almost like I, you, know, you guys are doing podcasting have too. And I'm sitting there and like, they clicked over. It's like a minute later. You're like, did they forget about me? You know, <laughs> I'm all dressed up. Cause I do video ones, right? I got a nice shirt on. I've made the room cool. Anyways. Uh, you know, it's like you prepared for dinner. So it's like, it's um, like you put forth I, that effort and you had, you, you like in your mind, you're going, Oh, that, I'm first thing in the morning. I'm going to get a response on this. This is so good. I know she's going to love it. And it's like, you're waiting for that response and then you're not hearing nothing. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't get, I didn't get my call. So, um, I decided, you know, I'm, I'm not going to call my mom. because so once I have to sit and, you know, maybe she hasn't seen it. I'm not going to call the, the landline, you know, and I'm going to call my dad's cell line. So I call my dad's cell line. I get him on the phone and he wishes me a happy birthday. And I, you know, I, I basically just said, you know, dad, uh, had, had mom read the letter and, uh, he said that she had, and that she, she couldn't talk to me. He said she couldn't, she, I can't, she can't talk to you right now. And, and that, uh, even telling you that now, it still gets me a little emotional because that, um, that still blows me away. It's still actually just the thought process of that happening because I'm very close with my mom. We would talk every day. This isn't like some estranged letter from a, you know, long lost son. This is somebody that talked to her the day before someone who, you know, kisses her on the cheek and says, I love you. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she was rendered speechless, um, just, it, it's still, it's still, it still blows my mind. I don't know. There's a better way to probably say that, but just, um, I, how, how to say it. So, you know, you, you, there's things that you could never think that could happen. Right. right. <laughs> now you don't think those things, right. But say when they happen, right. But you go, 
I could never imagine this happening. So the fact that when it happened, I was just completely, um, completely almost, I was, I was speechless, you know? Um, yeah. How do you, how do you respond? Of, like, you, you know, did you the, like, I could imagine you not expecting that kind of a, of a reaction, but that's powerful. That's, that's, that's awesome that, that it, that yeah, it meant it, that much yeah. to her. Yeah. Again, like if I would have tried, for example, if I would have tried to write something to make her speechless, it never would have worked. <laughs> you know, if that is, that was the intention, it never would have happened. So, yeah. um, you know, the amazing thing was, is, you know, we, we obviously talked and saw each other later that day. And, uh, this, this simple act of writing this letter and posting in a public space and her finding it, it, um, strengthened a relationship that was already incredibly strong. Um, it just, it, uh, it, it became, a it, it just became, it became more than it was, you know what I mean? Like literally, I mean, think about it. If you sit down and just write a letter, it's, it's, it's words on a page, right? That's cool. That's cool for you. You know, and it, you can get a lot of emotion out of the way, but when you put it in a public space and then it connects with an individual that you care about, it becomes, it's like 10 Xing something. Yeah. It's even more than that. Yeah. Um, it, it, it becomes, it becomes so much more because so many people read this letter online and people, like I said, they like, they, you know, um, I don't even remember the word I used. <laughs> Gratitude stacking. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You said that before earlier today. I like that. So I have to keep that in mind. So, um, you know, it, it had this impact. It had this impact. It just, it just, it, it created a memory and a moment for both of us that, um, that, I'll never forget, you know? Um, so, and then, so and you, then, you know, go ahead. Yeah. And I was, <laughs> I was just, I was just going to say that extremely powerful, but for the benefit of our listeners, you know, to then kind of know the rest of the story that uh, unfolds over the next few months is just extremely powerful. So why don't you just go ahead and share, you, know, you have your birthday, you send her the letter, and she is overwhelmed, flooded with emotion, obviously very appreciative of, of the effort, and then you made a commitment to connect with her more, even though you guys did talk daily. You know, Jen, I imagine it's kind of like you and Colby. Like, you guys talk every single day, right? Yes. But, like, hey, you're but like... Hey, Gavin's editing the show. You can't say that. Well... <laughs> Gavin now knows, you know, but anyway, he already knows that he, he knows you guys talk often, but, uh, you know, and then I, I just think I was, when I shared with Jen about, you know, kind of what happened next mm -hmm. is I was just floored. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so exactly. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, um, this is, so you know, that was December 30th and I didn't, uh, I had no idea what was about to happen. I didn't have any idea. Um, I didn't have any idea that my mom was going to, um, her cancer was going to come back after, uh, 10 years of, uh, of being in remission and that, um, and that on, uh, uh, four months, uh, to the day later, April 30th, that she would be, um, that she would be, that she would die in, uh, in, uh, hospice, ho uh, hospice, uh, hospital, uh, with my dad, uh, laying on the ground next to her. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, the next, the next four months were really, really, really rough. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, I, uh, what, what happened was after she, uh, you know, after she passed away, um, which was something that, uh, you know, the last week of her life was a foregone conclusion. Um, 
my my uh, my dad asked me, you know, my sister and my dad were going to talk at a funeral, and um, they asked me, uh, you know, it was basically, you know, what, what do you want to say? And um, and I and I thought of the letter, you know, I thought of this letter. Um, I, uh, I I had no desire to get up in front of the group of people that uh, really loved my mom and 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 and. And, and cry in front of them. I just didn't, um, I didn't have a, a, a need to do that. So I asked my cousin if he could read this letter, the letter I wrote you, you know, that I read you um, a little bit before I asked, I said, can you just get up there and, um, and read this letter? So, so what happened was because of these things being set in motion, I ended up having a very um, <clears throat> unique, uh, unique experience at this funeral um in the sense that my my cousin's up at the podium and my mom's casket's in the room and he's reading my words back to me he's reading my words back to me right so uh you know i've got this letter in front of me you know so i'm hearing words like you know uh, in the coming year i'm going to tell you that i love you more often and um you know i'm gonna i'm gonna make you more proud and uh we're gonna spend more time together and it just it just resonated with me so hard that, that as much as I meant every word that that's it, it's done. There's no more. Um, I can't fulfill. I, I, I can't, uh, you know, I, I, that's, that's it. It's, it's done. Um, the year, this statement, the year was over in April 30th. Um, and, uh, and it just, it changed me. It really, it really changed me. And, um, it just, uh, I think, I, I think back to how, how wonderful it is that, that I, that I, I took an opportunity to, to do this, um, and to make this connection, uh, when it wasn't too late, because for example, if I had, in retrospect, wrote this letter after she passed away, I could I could tell you straight up, there's no chance, uh, you know, gratitude space wouldn't exist, and and uh, we wouldn't be talking right now. Yeah, yeah, I could I could see that, you know, really really powerful. I I guess the idea that that comes to mind in listening to your story is number one, if you're thankful for anybody in your life, let them know. You know, let them know sooner rather than later. We have no idea how much time we're going to have with somebody. And so I think the process of letting somebody know truly how you feel, that you are grateful for their existence in your life, for their mentorship, for their love, for their kindness, for their generosity, et cetera, et cetera. I think that that's, you know, that's what I hear. My mom listens to every show. So shout out to my mom right now. My dad is past, <laughs> my dad's passed away, but my mom listens to every show. So I just want to say, I love you, mom. And, uh, you know, I'm learning something from Chris through this, uh, interview right here. So thank you for that. I mean, I think that you're, you know, gratitude stacking or the gratitude snowball or, or whatever. I think a lot of goodness has come out of this. So let's, let's talk about what has happened. Like, so for those that are listening, gratitudespace.com was born out of this experience. Is that correct? Uh, that's correct. It's a little, um, initially what happened was, um, I released a, a website called letters of because, um, what happened in the following year is I decided my, my birthday came along. I decided to write my dad a letter and I recreated this, 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 uh, this experience. 
Um, it was, you know, it, it was uh, the same thing where I got up early. I wrote this uh, letter to him. It was a very different letter from the letter I wrote my mom. Um, I had him find it, and we had this shared moment. So what I, what I realized after doing it again was um, I just had this strong desire to initiate people to have this experience. That was, that was the, that was the birth of the idea. The birth of the idea was, this is really good. Um, I want other people to experience this. So I went about, um, basically designing, you know, talking to lots of people over, over a period of three or four months, uh, working on a website, uh, gathering different ideas. And, um, and basically, uh, I launched, um, my first website was lettersofgratitude.org because again, I just wanted to initiate people to, um, write these letters and I wanted people to surprise them by having them, um, on the website. So, 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 you know, the amazing thing about that little idea, um, moving forward to this website was that the, the week that, um, I was supposed to launch the website and share my first letter. I, I wanted to get away. I wanted to have like some sort of, uh, I wanted to like go into the, you know, I just wanted to like have some space somewhere and, um, I couldn't afford to like go rent a cabin, but I was talking to one of my best friends and he said to me, said, well, Chris, he's like, there's a monastery that's like an hour and a half from you. You know, they, they do like little retreats. You could go, you know, you could possibly go there. So I've lived in Kentucky most of my life in Louisville, and uh, he tells me that there's a monastery that's an hour and a half away from me. Who, who would have thunk it, right? There's a monastery with monks, like 90 minutes from here. And on top of that, you can go stay there. <laughs> so so I, I get online. It's called Abbey of Gethsemane, and, uh, and I email monks, and he gets back to me, and he's like, he's like, well, you know, they apparently they like alternate female and male weekends or whatever, which is cool. And it just happened to be that this was a male weekend, and it just happened to be that they had space for me. So, you know, the uh, Thursday morning comes about and it's, and I'm supposed to be there Thursday and I wake up and there's a snowstorm. There's, it's a freaking blizzard. I mean, it's a blizzard. Okay. So, but I'm like, there's no, you know, I'm looking out the window at the thing and I'm going, this ain't going to stop me. I'm, I'm going, I'm going to a monastery. I'm going to experience, you know, I'm, I'm releasing this letter. I've got this website. So I get on the road and it takes, instead of like, you know, hour and a half, it takes me about two and a half hours because it's, it's, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a blizzard. It's a snowstorm. And I, I pull up to the, uh, I pull up to this monastery. It's on a hill. And I, the, the best reference of picture to give you would be like Jack Nicholson showing up at the uh, residence of the shining because <laughs> oh you have this vast space that's all white and in completely void of any type of human movement. You know what I mean? Like life. <laughs> like, wow. You know what I mean? And I literally get out. It's like, what am I hearing? Okay, I'm hearing my feet crushing the snow. You know what I mean? I'm hearing a little bit of wind. It's like, um, there's nobody, you know, you don't, you don't see anybody moving, you know. So I get myself inside and I meet, I meet the, you know, I meet the monk and he, he sets me up in my room. It's an actual room that has its own bathroom, you know, which is more than I thought was going to happen. I was more surprised by uh, the fact that it was like its own little quarters. And, um, you know, what happened was the, the next day I, I'm launching the website and the next day is Kate's birthday and Kate's my, uh, best friend, Corey's wife. And, and she, I asked her to write this letter to her parents on her birthday. So, so this is a really pivotal thing. That's why I'm trying to share everything leading up to this is I'm sitting on my, uh, I'm sitting on this, you know, this twin bed or the single bed in this monastery. Oh, and on top of that, I forgot to mention, basically nobody else showed up because, so you're the like weather, the only right? one. So, so that's even more like yeah. The Shining. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, I think I saw the monks. The one month, the other monks had their own quarters. They're there for the, you know. I, I think there may have been a couple other people. I'm saying, yeah, it was it was scarce. The place it was a very solitude, which was which was actually really fantastic because you know, like I said, that's kind of what I wanted. But it was a very unique experience. So I, I'm sitting on my bunk with my with my MacBook on on my lap, and I get this letter that comes through, and I and I read Kate's letter, and and it's it's. It's a beautiful letter. Uh, you know, it's, it's well-written. Um, there's a lot of love there. Kate's a good writer. It's, it's got comedy in it. You know, it's really good. And I get to the end of it, and I, and I realize that I'm crying. And, and, and I don't know why I'm crying, guys. I don't – all the things I mentioned to you, they're really good things, but that's not why I was crying. I, I was sitting there with – I was it, was it was the most – it was a very strange – thing that was going on I was I was crying and I was going and I literally was asking myself what is happening here and I don't think I've ever had that happen before and I don't I don't know it, that would be a very interesting conversation for other people too but um I'm sitting there and it takes me about a minute to realize why I'm crying and and this is this is the moment you know, I'm about to tell you guys which completely changed my life it completely changed my life um when I realized why I was crying so so uh, the reason I was crying, uh, Sean and Jen, is that I'm reading this beautiful letter, right? And I'm about to put it on the internet, okay? I'm about to make it, I'm about to put it into the ether. It's like, it's like your podcast, right? We talked about that, right? I'm about to release it, right? Mm -hmm. And I realized that the only reason that this beautiful letter exists, the only reason this beautiful letter exists, this love that's on paper, that is going to be released to the world, the only reason... It's because I asked her to write it. That's powerful. That's yeah. I could see that. I could. I could see how that would affect you. Yeah. It's. Uh, it's. It, I. I don't think. I don't think people unfortunately understand how amazing it is when you initiate people to share love for other people. I don't think they understand what they're doing because what you're doing is something you can't do by yourself. And it's, you're, you're creating a moment where somebody, somebody can share their heart and love for somebody. And you're, you're creating a moment of joy. You're literally creating a moment of joy with what somebody it, else. What from it, what, them. I agree with that. And here's, here's the thing that I think is, is the most powerful thing, because I think I thought about this with regard to the letter that you wrote your mom. I asked myself this question in my head. I said, okay, who was, who was more impacted by it? Was it you or was it her? Because I could see the equal impact. In other words, you know, you said you were just flooded and, and floored that like she she couldn't even talk to you, that you'd rendered her speechless, you know? And like that's a huge, huge like impact. Like you you can't not know that you didn't impact her. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's just clear. And then on her side, to hear that from you was it was obviously very, very moving to her. So what I love about what you're sharing is that it's not, it's not just one-sided, you know, it's not like when you show gratitude, it's not, it's not one-sided. It's, it's, it's like the, the two sides together come together and it, it makes it even more powerful. Yes. You know, when that woman, your friend wrote her letter to her mom, even though it originated with you, the response that her mom gave her and the, the feeling she had both had to have been incredible. I love that. It, 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 it's like that 10 X it's like it turbocharges it, you know, because it's both people are significantly impacted by it, the giver and the receiver. 
you're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, the, again, going uh, back to what I said about the letter with her mom and, and then the importance of making it public is the fact that, you know, obviously I initiated this experience. So they had their own experience, which was amazing. I had my epiphany moment, which is amazing. Uh, on top of that, think about this. It's in a neutral space where her brothers read it and they're going to resonate with it. Her mom, you know, the mom and dad read it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's that, that uh, gratitude stacking. It just, if you put it in a space that's common, you allow, you just allow gratitude. You allow the, the fact that it's possible that this gratitude stacking idea can happen, you know? Yeah. So it just yeah. becomes, I like I said, 10 X. It, it's the same thing. Like, you know, it's it just, it's a, it's a powerful thing. Um, and again, you know, to be, I, I don't, I've met her mom and dad and they're great people, but I, I had, it was in, impacted in such a way just to be the, just to be the one to ask. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's not, a, it's not about me. And I know that again, I, I'm not, you know, um, recently I've come to this term, uh, where I'm like a gratitude composer. Okay. So I don't, I don't teach the people. I never taught the person to play the instruments. I wasn't there within the learning process. I didn't teach them songs or anything, but all I want to do, and this is with my, my stories, the same thing. All I want to do is create the space that allows for somebody to come to a moment they can realize that they're, that they have a lot to be grateful for in their life. I just want to be the one there to go, you know, I just want to be the one to hit, you know what I mean? Yeah, That's all no, I, do. I agree. Well, <laughs> let's, let's get a hitting because I, I think that this whole subject of, of gratitude as it relates to hope is a very, very powerful subject. And so, and here's what I really mean by that is I, I, I really feel like right now, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on the show. I feel like right now there's a lot of reasons for people to be worried, anxious, fearful, unnerved, unsettled, uncomfortable, all the uns, you know, whatever un you want to come mm -hmm. up with outside of that. But you know, like this is, this is a very um, unusual environment. And I think that there's another un. I'm just realizing how my uns are. I'm, I'm getting all the unwords. Uncommon Sean getting all the unwords out there. But here, here's my point. That I think it's very, very difficult for people to lament their own problems when you're in a gratitude space. In other words, if, I, if I'm coming and if I wanted to write on a piece of paper right now what I'm grateful for, it's very difficult to lament my problems when I write that out. You know, like you're grateful, like it's gratitude. And, and I think that gratitude, being grateful for what you do have, not focusing on what you don't, but being grateful for what you do have, I think that is the basis of a hope mentality. In other words, you, you've got to get outside of your own situation. You got to look at others. You got to be looking at what you're grateful for before you can get some separation from that fear, that anxiety that you're feeling over your own situation. Would you agree? Oh, I, I totally, I totally agree. Um, you know, a great statement uh, from a friend of mine is, you know, stop. It's basically he basically was like saying, you know, stop counting other people's blessings. <laughs> that's I've not heard that before, but you know, that's that's yeah. kind of that whole, you know, envy, social media envy, and you know, looking yeah. at what other yeah. people have that you don't have, and I think that's a great way to say that. I've never thought of it that way, but I think that's an awesome way yeah. to say it. Well, it's just I, I completely get. I completely agree that. Um, you know, writing down, just sitting for a moment and, and thinking or writing down at that moment, you're, you're, it's, it's an anchor. What you're doing is you're creating an anchor. If, if you're in a bad state, it allows you to create an anchor to go back to that allows you, it could just be that you need that breath yeah. because obviously I don't know what people are going through. I could say, we could, I bet we could talk about all of us talk about how fortunate we've been 
uh, in the situation or, or not. But, um, you know, sometimes people just need breath and gratitude can allow you to take that breath. You just got to notice there. You got to know that there's power in the moment just to take, to take that breath, to refocus your mind and the fact that you can do that. Yes. Um, it's a superpower that a lot of people, unfortunately, never tap into. Oh, I love that. And and so is that part of your mission? So I want to I want to dig into two things. I want to dig into like you said something about 8 million people touched through gratitude space. Um I, you know, I want to know a little bit more about that and then I do not want to not have time to talk about a gratigram because you sent us a gratigram, okay. but you know, so let's just talk about gratitudespace.com. What what is the mission there and and how are you hoping to spread this gratitude message through that uh, website? Uh, thanks for asking. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, you know, just to speed up my story a little bit to get to me releasing gratitude space, um, I went to New York the second anniversary of my mom's passing, and um, I tried to set up this big event in Washington Square Park, and I did all this prep work for it. And, you know, there were a lot of people in the park, but uh, none of them were there for me. Um, so I was sitting around thinking I traveled all this time. I put all that this emotion into it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, you know, but I was like, I was like, I'm sitting there, I'm here. I'd put all this into it. And I, I thought, you know, I was like, something's got to happen here. You know, something's got to, you gotta, you know, you start thinking about, I, I, again, I traveled all the way here, this, this moment, right. This is a special moment. Um, I can't just, I just can't be defeated. Right. Cause that would have been easy, yeah. John, that would totally have been easy uh, to be defeated in the moment. But I looked around and I, I had this open mind because I, I know, um, you know, I knew something, I just trusted something was going to happen. So I saw this group of people that were um, basically they were they were collecting sh- uh, money for a charity and they were allowing people to throw pies at them. So I go over and, um, you know, I go, look, um, you know, I'll give you some money, throw some pies. But I want to I had my trusty iPhone. And I said, I just want to. Is it cool if I just ask you guys what you're grateful for? And they said um, they said, sure, that's fine. You know, and, uh, you know, so I, I threw some pies and I I collected something. I don't know, probably about 20 or something gratitude videos in this park from this from just initiating these people. And what I, what I realized at the park that day was that letters are really great, but unfortunately it's a big ask. It's uh, it's, it's almost, a, it's for a lot of people writing a letter. It's a big ask. Um, and like I said, all I wanted to do, and I realized, all I want to do is create the moment. Right. So, there, and I want to be able to share it if I can. So the amazing thing about the, that time in the park is, is that, I, I created the moment and I had a thing to share it like that. I made it happen. There wasn't a thought process. There was asking it, getting the moment and collecting it. And, uh, and within, like I said, within an hour, I had, I, I had initiated 20 people into that moment. Um, and it was easy and it was fun and it was all, there was no stress about it. There was no emailing back and forth. You know what I mean? Like it was done. Um, so with that, with that message in my head, I moved forward um, and decided to go into the thing called, I called it the punching depression tour. So what happened was, is I, punching uh, depression. I love that. I'm going to punch it. Punching depression tour. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like punching depression tour. So, you know, I did a little crowdfunding and I set up this really big thing. So basically, uh, you know, it's funny you think telling the story now, it's like, you know, I, I went to New York and nobody showed up. So now I'm like, how about I go across the country? Right. <laughs> let's let's make it a lot more, right? <laughs> let's let's double down. Let's triple down, right? Let's quadruple down, actually. Um, so uh, you know, I started off by driving up to Chicago with my best friends, my dad, seeing my favorite band U two, and then I got on the next morning. I got on a train and crossed the whole country by myself to Seattle, Washington. So 
that was a, a long trek and I got, and I basically what happens, I set up uh, different groups of people I was going to meet with and I was going to collect videos. I, I started in, San, in uh, Seattle. I went down to San Francisco and Oakland. Uh, then I went down to Los Angeles and then I ended up in uh, Las Vegas. And through that trip, like everything, everything I was going to do accelerated because I was in a new space. Everything was new. I was meeting new people. Um, I launched gratitude space at the same time and, and came up with my new message, not my new message, my new um, goal as it is. That's the word I need to use, right? Goal. So what happened was I, my goal, you know, up to me flipping from the letters, I had a big you know, goal of wanting to collect a lot of letters. And I tried to do that. And I realized, like I said, my realization was um, even though letters are great, they're too big of an ask. And now I had to, I had to pivot my goal. So my goal became, uh, social media impact. So for example, um, you know, if I, if I ran into you, um, on the streets in San Francisco and I shot a video with you and then you shared it into your social network, I would just take that lump sum and uh, that number and that would become a number. Got it. So, yes. uh, so that, that's, that's the, where that that's, number comes in. That's the 8 million, 8 million touches. Yes. In other words, the sharing of gratitude amongst various platforms in the social media world, touching, potentially 8 million people. That's a, that's a huge, that's a huge deal. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a, that's a lot of people. That's a, that's a, that's an awesome thing. Thanks man. You know, and and when I said it, it was, it was really big, but what happened, the cool thing about setting a goal like that was my mind started working on how do I do this? You know, you might, you set something, you go, how can I do this the fastest? So for example, you know, my whole trip, I think when I left, you know, Las Vegas, it was something like, you know, 50,000, the number or a hundred thousand or whatever it was, which is great. But when I got back to Louisville, I, I just decided, you know, I'm going to start reaching out because of that. I said, I'm just going to start reaching out to people that have big social media followings, and I'm going to see uh, what's the easiest N word to get them to share gratitude. <laughs> so the cool thing about that is what my, you know, the website, uh, I started uh, doing these gratitude interviews. So the cool, like I said, so we had this big number, right? Which is a really massive number. It had a very simplistic idea, big massive number. Now you start bringing in, you know, um, my, one of the, the first big, uh, well, the first, some of you may know, um, uh, let's see here, uh, Lewis Howes of the School of Greatness. Are you familiar with him? He's one of the biggest podcasters in the world. No. Maybe not. Okay. Well, he has a big social media following, and uh, you would dig his podcast. Lewis Howes. At the end of every podcast. Lewis, yes. Lewis Howes. Yeah. The, you the know, when, when, when I thought I thought of the H-O-U-Z-Z oh, for something like that. Yeah, like I was, Maybe I, was, I pronounced he, it wrong. But I know exactly <laughs> who you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. You know, at the end of all of his episodes, he, he really shares uh, gratitude. So, you know, I, I reached out to him. I got an interview with him. So there's, you know, there's, there's a million or something at the time in your bucket, right? Um, uh, there's an amazing man. Um, there's a, uh, uh, Paul Bouton who has a, a book called uh, begin with yes. And uh, recently another book called be amazing, but his, his Facebook group, which is a organically, uh, you know, brought together group group over years has, you know, I think it's right now almost 3 million and, you know, people that follow him on Facebook. So, you know, you get an interview with him, you got him sharing that. So you've got that, you know what I mean? Like yeah. what happened was I started, these numbers, you know, I got uh, Prince Ia, right? Prince Ia is an amazing filmmaker and poet, right? He's got videos that um, have been seen, oh, you know, his total video share is probably close to like 2 billion now, you know, just insane, right? Um, but he's, you know, he's got a gratitude video that's been seen 5 million times. You know what I mean? Like, um, so 
so that number, I just explained that number. Initially, like I had this number of individuals and then it, it pivoted into doing these, doing these letters um, that allowed me to basically tap into these other groups that I never, I never even thought about, you know, even thought about tapping into. So that's, that's how that initial number um, and the, the placement of the game, you know, putting in front of you, the number was. So how did Gratogram, because I really, I thought that was awesome. You sent Jen and I a Gratogram. So how did, what was the origin of Gratogram and how does somebody send one? Excellent, man. I, I appreciate you sharing, uh, asking me that. And I, I definitely want to talk about that. So, um, you know, it came out of, uh, this, you know, the wonderful thing I said about the podcast, you know, I'm, I'm interviewing all these people. I'm reading more. I'm learning more. And um, our, our mutual friend, Bobby, actually shared he shared with me um, this this uh, book, um, which I had in front of the name in front of me. I don't know where it just went, but um, it's called the uh, the geez, there it is. Sorry, the life changing power of gratitude: seven simple exercises that will change your life for the better uh, by uh, Mark uh, Recklow. Okay, so it's a if you have a Kindle Unlimited, it's on there. Um, otherwise, it's totally worth four bucks for you to get the ebook. But um, what I want to say is, he shared this with me. He said. He said, you need to check out this book. At the end of this guy's book, he says, if you have a podcast, I would love to come talk on it. So any which way, I'm just letting you guys know that guy. Um, so <laughs> I, I started listening, uh, thinking, right, I'm talking to podcasters. So I, re- you know, I started listening to this book, and I really love this book. Um, so much that you know, I find it on Kindle Unlimited, and I, I'm reading this book. And chapter six is um, write a letter. And I'm sitting there, and I'm going, you know, that's my, you know, my origin story is about writing a letter. I haven't written a real gratitude letter in a really long time. I mean, I'm talking about writing, right? And I talk to, I always say, I, I say thanks all the time. I'm very grateful, but writing. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, you know, I got a lot of people I can thank right now. You know, I've, I've been connecting with wonderful people through the podcast and I go, you know, what I'm going to do it. It hits me. I go, I'm going to hand write a letter. I'm going to scan that puppy. I'm going to make it a PDF and I'm going to send that to the person. And that is where the idea of a gratogram um, was born. I love so it. You, you get, yeah. <laughs> I love it. We, yeah, we received get- one. And, and I think what was awesome about it is it is, yeah, it comes across and it's, instead of it being a text, instead of it being some sort of gif or something that was animated, it was just, it was awesome. It was you in your own handwriting, you know, thanking us for the upcoming uh, podcast interview. And I, I just thought that was uh, awesome. So does, do people go to gratitudespace.com to be able to send a gratogram? Yes, I'm, uh, I'm, be- I'm beta testing it right now, and it's uh, gratitudespace.com slash gratogram. Um, I should probably put, I guess I should probably put something on the homepage, but uh, it's, it's, like I said, gratitudespace.com slash gratogram. Um, that's where they can go. It has a really simplistic two-minute video that explains it. Um, it's very simple, and I, I think I even stand there, don't overthink it. Um, unfortunately people overthink things and it's like, it becomes a non-starter, honestly. And I remember doing this with the letters before. It's like, if you just want to write, um, you know, dear dad, I love you signed, you know, Sean, that's fine because it's, it's the action. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's, it, it, you know, the cool thing about me is I've been doing it so long where, uh, I don't worry. I have really bad penmanship and I don't even worry about misspelled words or if I do, I just exit, you know what I mean? Because. I know that I know that it's not about how pretty it looks because it's not. It's not about how good it looks. It's not about how how great your wording is. It's about the fact that you that you go through this action, and it's a powerful action that in our day and age, unfortunately, nobody does. 
you know, and the cool thing about a gratogram is everyone has someone whose birthday's coming up, you know, everyone has somebody in their life that's helped them in the last week. There's probably a list of people you can go, I was planning on thanking them. So the cool thing is you can go, you know what, I'm going to take a couple extra minutes and I'm going to make this, I'm going to, I'm going to surprise them and make them, I'm going to make this special for them because bottom line is it is great for you to thank them in a text or an email, but everyone gets that format. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is um, different. This is more special. It's unique. It's, it's, it's different. And, and I love the name of it, Gratogram. I think that that's awesome. I think that if you're listening right now and you've got somebody that you want to be grateful for, thank, show appreciation, show love, show support too. I think a gratogram is a, is a phenomenal way to, to do that. A handwritten note sent mm-hmm. with love, being grateful in your own handwriting, digital. Uh, I well, love is it. it. Is it free to do? It's completely free to do. Um, it's like I said, the, the splash page, uh, the cool thing is it's very simplistic. It just asks you for your name, email, um, you know, who are you writing it to? Where is it being sent from? And then all you do is uh, write your letter, take a picture of it, and you upload it. Then I physically build the page. Uh, and I share that link back with you within 24 hours so that you can then, you know, complete the circle and share this uh, gift with the individual. So that's that's how it is right now. And the, you know, something really, since I sent you that letter, uh, I think three days ago, um, I don't know enough time to get into the full story, but there's an amazing thing. I've actually reconnected with somebody and we're going to, we're going to make this idea a real app. Wow. That's awesome. I love, I love that. I love um, it. We're going to have to have you back on the show to give us the update of that. Yes, please. Oh, for sure. For sure. I'm just so excited about the, uh, the, the potential, um, the potential of it all. You know what I mean? You don't know unless you release something into the world, just like these podcasts. Just like the letters, you know, you just don't know what's going to happen. And um, the the gratogram, uh, the potential of the gratogram is the fact that it can it can create a space that allows people to organically share gratitude uh, and love for appreciation for these people, and it, it has no, it doesn't depend on anybody else messing with it. Does that make sense? Like yeah. It takes, no, I agree. It takes the it takes for right now. It's great. I have no problem collecting the emails. I love that. Right? Don't get me wrong. And I don't mind building the page, but it's it's Honestly, I want to organically create those moments where I can just step back and know they're happening because I will yeah. know they're happening. Yeah. And, 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 that, and that idea really excites me more than anything else in the world. And I know we're getting close to our time here, but I just wanted to share it with, with this idea of this organic gratitude. My, uh, my, my good friend, Teddy, has a nonprofit called Gratitude. Uh, it's called Grateful People. Um, he would be great to talk to also. Another thought there. <laughs> but um, he... he um, he has these gratitude journals that he, uh, I'm giving you, trying to get really quick here. He has these gratitude journals. He, uh, he launched it. He, he spent a year creating it. He uh, produced all these and he, he launched a nonprofit. So these gratitude journals are literally, I think they've had 25,000 of these have been donated. So they're in schools. Like there's kids practicing gratitude in schools, like elementary school, and middle schools in the country, uh, with his book that he put together. But, which I love, I love to no end, but I'll tell you what I love even more. When he, when he released these books, what he did is he physically went into places like coffee shops and stores and he said, look, I have this nonprofit. I've got this gratitude journal. Is it cool if I just give this to you and you can sit it here and see what happens? Just sit it on your counter and see what happens. So I'd love to share it with you what, what he told me when he, he said this to me, right? In the podcast, and I started, my mind started going, whoa, 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 whoa. You're just sitting, you know, you're sitting the book there. What happened? What happened? He goes, he goes, well, 
I've got over 80,000 people have individually wrote gratitude notes, um, stated their gratitude in these books. 80,000 times happened. And I'm sitting there going, whoa, right? I'm literally, I mean, talking about it gets me again. I go, whoa. And I go, I'm thinking, what, what, where are these, you know, I'm thinking, where, where are these, where are these, 80? he goes, he goes and gets this. He's like, he's like, can I have all the books? I've been working the last two years on a coffee table book with just the people that have shared gratitude into these books. And it just blew my mind. And the reason I'm telling you all that is to go back around to, I go out, think about this, right? I spend a lot of time gathering letters, which is great. We know why I'm doing it, right? Okay. I go out and get videos. We know why we're doing it, right? I do the interviews. Same thing, right? He creates a journal. He gives it away. He sits it in his face. And then, and then organically, without him being there, these journals, right? These are doing all of that without him being there. Wow. It's, it's awesome. Organic gratitude. It's and awesome. He, and he created that. that. It, yeah. It's just, it's, it, and so you know what I said then? I said, I got to get a couple of these journals because I want to sit these puppies out. <laughs> it makes me want to sit a journal somewhere. Yeah, it was funny when you were saying it. I, I, I would write in it. I would, I would actually, yeah. if I saw it on the counter, I would write in it. Yeah, I would say what I was sure. grateful for. So I, I can understand why it works as well as it does. And I think that that whole process of just writing out what you're grateful for is a very cathartic process. I think you'll feel better at the end of an exercise like that than the beginning. And I think that's the whole point. Mm -hmm. I think that that's the point of gratitude. I think it's the point of kind of intertwining it and, and intermingling it with hope. And uh, I, I just think it's awesome. I think what you're doing is going to lead to a movement. It's going to be this snowball of gratitude rolling downhill, and it's going to get a, at the size of a of a Empire State Building. It's going to be that big. It's going to it's going to get massive. Yeah. So, I appreciate uh, I appreciate your efforts very very much. It's um, it's inspiring. Yeah, it's very inspiring to take a letter yep. and turn it into a movement. I know. I love it to take to take an event. That was an event of gratitude mm -hmm. and turn it into a movement. All for Kudos good. to Chris yeah. for that. Well, thank you so much. And, you know, again, all these, I, I love, uh, it's called gratitude cubed. I love taking, you know, thinking about your life and the moment it is. And then and looking back and realizing that so many things had to happen, um, you know, for you to be where you are. And then you can learn to appreciate it. So, you, you know, I think about us talking right now. And obviously I just told you my long story that got me here. But think about there's the flip side. There's your all story. There's you all starting the podcast. There's you all connecting with OB. There's OB connecting you with Bobby. There's there's Bobby in my story, right? Yeah. How that happened. Yeah. And then there's us here. And when people, it's the same thing when you take, you can take the idea of one thing you're grateful for and you can expand on it like water. I mean, you guys talking about it. It's very <laughs> simplistic to start talking about water and going, well, I'm very grateful for water. Okay. Why am I grateful for water? Well, without it, I'd be dead. Um, it flows into my house freely all 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's, it's not polluted. It's, it's being cleaned. I'm not having to travel for it. I don't have to worry about being killed while I'm out. I'm not worried to have to be poisoned. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, no, it, I there's, there's, if you just start going down the well of people, thoughts, moments, you can reach an emotional state and gratitude that'll last so much longer than going, I'm grateful for water. Go ahead and give me a cup. You know, you know what I'm grateful for? I'm grateful for you, Chris. Thank you so much for your sharing. I'm thankful for your story. I'm thankful for your initiative. And uh, I think you're I think you're on your way to uh, impacting the world, obviously, in a very, very positive way. So thank you. Thank you for sharing. And thank you for your time today. I really appreciated talking to you. And you've inspired us in the certainly in the realm of gratitude to think about our, our family and our yes. situations, my mom and, mm -hmm. and our loved ones differently. Mm -hmm. So uh, kudos to you. Thank you again. Yeah, thank you. 
you're very welcome. And uh, I, if you if you guys would beta test the gratogram thing, I would be very grateful. Oh, I'm, you know. <laughs> I'm actually going to beta test it because what I was thinking when you were talking about it is all the money I'm going to save on actual cards. I know, like five bucks a piece. You know, Are you so I'm me? like, I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'd rather it be all my words anyway. So yes. That's good. That's, that's the wonderful flip side of the whole thing, right? You get to sit there with you doing it. You don't have to spend any money. You don't, it's, it's, not only is it better, but it's a time saver. Yes. On top of that. It's yes. a money and a time saver. So it's a win-win. Same money, same time, gratigram. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Love it. Thank you so much, Chris. You've been awesome. Oh. Uh, wonderful guest. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Sean and Jim. And thanks for a wonderful afternoon. This has been a great day to, a way to start today. So you'll have a wonderful uh, day. And uh, thank you for letting me be a part of the uh, Hope uh, Radio Podcast. Thank you. You are welcome. Thank you. All right. I also want to mention that uh, Chris has his own podcast. It's called Gratitude Space Radio. You can find it on all of the platforms. So once again, Gratitude Space Radio. You can find him if you want to connect with him at gratitudespace.com. And you can uh, find the Gratigram at gratitudespace.com forward slash Gratigram. And uh, just can't help but thank Chris for his time. He was awesome. And uh, by the way, he did mention to me that he has an open call out Right now, for his podcast, he wants anybody that's got a birthday coming up, if you want to do what he did for his mother, in other words, show thanks to someone else on your birthday for your life and for your comforts, for your advantages, then you can do that on his show. You can actually do it on his podcast. It's, it'll be a digital audio gratigram. Again, you can find that at Gratitude Space Radio on all the platforms. All right, Jennifer, what did you think about our interview with Chris Palmore? He was fun, right? He was fun. Yeah. Like I, you know, just the, see what I love is I love a story mm-hmm. that has an origin in somebody just doing something nice and kind. Yeah. And then it blows up into something much bigger. I right. mean, he just wanted to do something nice to acknowledge his mom. Yeah. And then never, she- never, ever thinking that it would lead to... You know, the, the, the share capability mm-hmm. of almost 8 million people that have been touched by shares and mm-hmm. stuff about gratitude. And I just think, you know, in the in the era that we're in right now, like there's so many opportunities to focus on problems yes. and the challenges and the negative. But when you're in a grateful mindset, when you have a grateful heart, mm-hmm. when you begin your day that way, I, I you can't be in that worry, woe is me kind of mindset. Right. And I just, I love that, yeah. you know, that's why I'm a huge advocate of like gratitude journals. I think they're awesome. They are awesome. I, I still am like fascinated with the gratigram. Like I want to do that. Like if you're listening, DM us, cause I'm going to send you a gratigram because yeah. what he said is, and this is so true. When you're kind to another, you're the one who benefits. Yes. So I'm going to be kind to everybody. Well, you know what I, it kind of goes back to what I said too. Like, not only are you, you the one that benefits, but the yeah. person that's being, yeah, being kind of too. Yeah. Like it's, it's like, it's a double whammy. It's yeah. like the best of both worlds. It's like, you're happy. I'm happy. We're happy. And the world is a better place. Yeah. So you're going to challenge people to, to DM me. So how do yeah. people connect with us? Well, you can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Hope Radio Podcast. So direct message us and basically, I guess, just give us your email. Yeah, I think you give us the email and then we'll coordinate with Chris. We're going to do send a you something. Yeah. Gratitude and, for thank you for listening. Yeah. And then if somebody wants to hear more of our shows, because this was a fascinating interview, but yes, I think we've had some pretty incredible interviews in our time since we've been doing this. So if they want to connect with us, they go to. They can 
tune us in on iHeartRadio, iTunes. Google Play. Spotify. Oh, my gosh. iHeartRadio. I said that, but SoundCloud. Oh, Stitcher. Stitcher. Yeah. Amazon uh, Alexa. Amazon Alexa. Anywhere you want to tune in, we will be there. Just Google search Hope Radio Podcast. Oh, I love that. So easy to find us. Mm-hmm. More episodes to listen to. I think you should go right now. Get on the train. Like and subscribe. Give us a follow. That's how we keep this Hope train and moving on down the tracks. Choo-choo. All right, Jen, I want to leave you with this Hope Thought of the Day. All right? Okay. It's by Jonas Salk. Hope lies in dreams, in imagination, and in the courage of those who dare to make dreams into reality. Mm, I love that. That's a good one, right? Yeah, it's good. I like that one. We're going we're to let that one sit. We're going to let it rest with us. We're going to let it... Let marinate. It marinate like for our listeners. Like a good piece of beef. Jennifer. <laughs> wow. Getting into the seasoning of the beef. All right. Should we do this Hope Radio podcast thing again one more day? Yeah. One more time? Did you hit your tickle bone? Uh, I make myself laugh. I know. You make me laugh, I too. win at jokes. 